This is Abnormal Entertainment. Phoenix. <laughs> um, this is our second year here at Comic-Con and we're so excited to be here. Um, I'm going to start by introducing, Ooh. saying hi to everybody. Well, I'm Daniel Garza. Hi everybody. I'm, I'm with, uh, my show is Put It Together uh, on abnormalentertainment.com. And why don't we go down the row and sure. introduce ourselves. My name is Hollis J. My show is Myriads of Thought. And next... I thought you had three shows, Mr. Garza. I, I do. Oh, yes. So why don't you introduce me? Exactly. I'm standing up here. Three shows. Um, put it together. Corazón en la mano. And Vita Positum. I have three podcast shows now. So there you go. There Thank we you. go. That's My proper. name is Tony Hughes. I host a podcast along with Mr. Cameron Harston called Talk Zebra. I also host a podcast <laughs> with Leo the Lion Varshavsky called Unprotected Sports. But this is about Talk Zebra. So Cam, go. All right, my name is Cam Harson of the aforementioned Talk Zebra. Uh, we're kind of new here to Abnormal Entertainment. I'm not new, but Talk Zebra, no, nor are you new. Tony's not new either. I'm new to Comic-Con, however. That's yeah, very true. Um, Talk Zebra is new to the network, but, um, and I also host a little show called Racial Spirits with Cam and Kevin. Just a little thing. Just a little just show a little called Racial Spirits with Cam and Kevin. Just to give everybody a heads up, what, what are your shows about, just so people know? Because we're doing cross-promotion with this show, so True. what do uh, you talk about? This is my first year here at Comic-Con, and I guess, I don't know how long I've been here with Abnormal. How long? Well, Kevin will know. That long? I don't know. Not that long. Or not that memorable <laughs> Not that long. Not that memorable yet, either. <laughs> um, it, it, we have not made an impression on No. <laughs> That's cool. We, we, don't, we do that to people. Please help yourself. Um, yes. My show is uh, about writing and life, and uh, mostly about writing because I'm a writer. I had two books come out last year, two books coming out this year. I just finished my first comic, and uh, just finished both of my master's degrees. Awesome. Congratulations. How are we supposed to compete with that? Plug, I don't know. And I also do my own show. I'm the only person that does my show. Nobody else does it. Wow. Plug, plug I know. Books. What's the name of your book? Uh, the first book is called The Ever. It's a historical haunted house book. Uh, the second book is called The Control Room or The Demands of Heather. It's a poetry collection. Book coming out in a week is another poetry collection called Searching for Solace. And the novel coming out uh, mid-June is called Like the Universe Gasping for Air. And it's another horror novel. Wow. There you go, folks. A lot going on. A lot to, I have a lot going on. Uh, and did you say two master t- master's degrees? Yeah. In what? Uh, my first uh, master's degree is an MFA in creative writing specializing in fiction. My second is an MA in English specializing in Gothic literature. Just mm. goes to prove, folks, we do have some smart people in our shows. Wow. So just smart. There is some education. Just puts my Don't history degree to shame. Don't judge us. <laughs> because it took well, me five years to graduate too. from high school. I have a BA and an associates, too. Well, hey. So, uh, and then Talk Zebra is one of our newer shows. Yes, this is actually a series of firsts for me because this is my first Comic-Con. Yeah. Obviously, my first time being in Phoenix also. This is my first time meeting Ms. J. This is my first time meeting you, Mr. Garza, in person. Although I was a guest on your show. You were, yes. And this is the first time seeing Cam in about a year. So. And first time meeting Cam. Yes. So what's your show about? You want to tell the folks? Our show is a pop culture show uh, focusing on TV, movies, music, entertainment, and hot guys. Hot guys, yes. Yes. The premise of our show <laughs> is that we are a former couple who are no longer together but still friends and uh, thought it would be interesting to do a show together. Sounds very scandalous. It is very, very scandalous. It can, it, it, it can, it can get scandalous sometimes. <laughs> it has a couple of times already. Mm-hmm. So, as a former couple, uh, did you guys argue, like, 
off no. the air? Or, or we, no, like, we did all that when we were a couple. Yes, we were a couple. Yes. Are you friends now? Is it, since the breakup, there's no, uh, there's been no arguing. There's yeah, nothing to argue about anymore. We're over it, yeah. <laughs> so there's nothing really exciting that we can talk about, like... You want dirt? Is that what you... This, Basically, yeah. yeah you're we digging want for dirt. dirt. I'm, I'm trying. We want he dirt. accused me of trying to get back together with him last week on one of our segments. How dare you, you bitch. Oh, my God. I, I still stand by that. It's true. Yeah, it was very, very, very <laughs> hurtful <laughs> on my, to me. Is, is there smoke in the ashes? I mean, is, is there I think we have to save that for our listeners. Oh, yeah. Aww. Well, these are your listeners. Yeah, these are your listeners. <laughs> Going forward. Oh, okay, okay. We'll, we'll, we'll come back to no, that. Let's just let's just say that I don't see us getting back together anytime soon. We we should have gotten them drunk a little bit before yeah. we started. Maybe maybe if I one think of that would have helped. Drunk, maybe. <laughs> well, I think I'm that definitely would have helped. So. Yeah. You'll do anything cool. when you're drunk. <laughs> um, <laughs> and I guess uh, well, hi, I'm Daniel again, and uh, well, my two shows put it together. Corazón La Mano are both uh, it's an English and Spanish show. I'm talking to you guys because like you're the only ones that are really yes or hi. Um, <laughs> hi. My shows are about. Um, Spirituality, journeys in life, um, from my backstories, uh, being a gay, HIV-positive man who's uh, almost six years clean sober. Uh, so I get, thank you. Yay. So I get to talk about that. When I'm yes. a, that's the Big longest and that. best relationship I've ever had. Let me just say that. Uh, and uh, so we talk about that on my show. And then the new show, which is Vitas uh, Positvam, it's uh, the uh, re-education. We're deconstructing HIV and AIDS for 2013, for the, new, for the new generations. We're tearing down all the myths, uh, taking away all the lies, all the non-facts, and giving you just bare facts and information on HIV and AIDS for the new generation. So if you are out there and infected or affected by HIV and AIDS, and uh, what I tell people is once you meet me, you know somebody who's HIV positive. So you should know. And if you're having sex, you should know about HIV and AIDS. So I'm very, I think especially in the gay community, we should all be informed about it. So. You know, speaking of the gay community, I just realized something. <laughs> Hollis J. Yeah. I just realized, unless there's something I don't know, you're the only straight person on this stage. That's not true. <gasps> oh! <laughs> See, that's why I had to preface it. Unless there's do, do, anything you care to share. And, and did you catch that? That was like a really gay, like, <gasps> 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 catch the frozen. <laughs> with not a, a, a moment's hesitation, that's not true. <laughs> I like it. I didn't. Well, Maybe we're not going to get any details, but that's 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 a fun little tidbit. Well, that, I, that's something definitely that we should uh, like talk about later. We'll, we'll if if you want to talk about it later on, we can. We talk. I put it on the list. Let me put it on the list. Maybe that's. I'll put it that little star next to uh, dates. And, uh, <laughs> oh, nice one. Um, so uh, let's let's go with you, Tony. Uh, first visit to Arizona. Yes, it is. And Phoenix. What has been your impression so far? Of Phoenix? Yes. Driving here, there was a lot of <laughs> shit we drove through. But uh, the downtown area is very nice. I can't complain. Describe shit. What do you mean we drove through yeah, a lot of shit? Yeah, describe shit. It was very, I don't know. <laughs> I thought I was in Nebraska. <laughs> describe Nebraska yeah, shit. I've never been to Nebraska. I, I don't know. It just didn't feel like a big city to me. Maybe, maybe I'm off because I'm okay. from It's okay. We don't California, think it's a big city either. Well, yeah. Well, we, but you have millions and millions of people here, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's I'm just telling you my impression. It might we, be wrong. We could actually do a one-on-one, -on -one, like Hollis. Yeah. Like, what's the exciting? What What's fun to do here in Phoenix while we're here visiting for the weekend? Other than Comic Con, of course. I mean, other than enjoying this evening. Yes. She what else, know. She's what should we do while we're in Phoenix for the weekend? Get out of Phoenix. <laughs> <laughs> Good answer. Uh, um, okay, so pretend that you work for the tourist bureau for a minute here, and uh, and that you like where you live. What is there somewhere we should go eat? Is there something we should go see? Um, like the oldest person alive, or the biggest rock in the city? I don't know. I, I, I don't know. something exciting. Is there something? Are you guys from Phoenix? You are? You are I too? like food suggestions. Yeah. I, I, I'm almost... Yeah, I'm, I'm for food suggestions. I, I, I don't eat out very much because my, uh, my significant other is a pastry chef, so... Okay. I don't really have to so, worry about Metro that. Center. Metro Center? Metro Center was the first indoor mall in the United States ever built. Wow. Yeah, but now everything in Metro Center is closed. Oh. <laughs> it's not really Metro so, Center oh, anymore. So from the audience, where, where would you guys send us as, as uh, visitors to, to Phoenix? Where would we... Sedona? Okay, well, 
apparently I can't I, believe I can't believe you guys all both of you guys let in one sentence five maybe three minutes ago Hollis almost let something slip and then just now she said I don't eat out that much and nobody <laughs> nobody <laughs> not a single not a single word. I did that on giggle. purpose too, and nobody picked up. I'm disappointed up. in you both. I'm very I, disappointed. I, I, I'm losing my gaydom as we sit here. I guess <laughs> <laughs> if, if that's possible. Um, well, thank you for noticing, Cam. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. I got you. Thank you. <laughs> I'm good at reading them in between the lines. Her and her significant other. <laughs> well, but she doesn't eat I, out I know, much. It's, it's, what do you guys want to talk about? What, what's on your minds? What what interesting things have you talked about on your shows lately that you want to bring here and, and talk about? And to, well, during Talk Zebra, we have a very uh, a structured, segmented. Is, our show is highly segmented. We have, uh, you know, these three things that we get to mainly. In the beginning, uh, we're only on episode. What did we just record? Number five. Uh, five, yeah. So we're only five episodes in. So we took a couple, the first two to three episodes to talk about our backstory, the the. The meeting, the health issues involved with me, we were somewhere scattered well, a large part of our beginning and dating life. And then, you know, all the middle stuff, all the fun stuff, and then the end, we covered it all. That being said, now we mostly, uh, you know, our show is, what if our, what's our first segment? Okay. Yeah, you do this, tell them about the segment. So our first segment that we usually do is something called Five Dub, where we give everyone the who, what, when, where, and why of why you should be watching a certain TV show or movie. Okay. Five dub. All right, well, just off the, off the cuff, tell us something that... So the first week of our first show, we told all the listeners why they should watch Lost, because that's the greatest TV show ever. I agree. I've never seen it. I agree. Well, you need to. Well, one of the greatest TV shows ever. Yes, so we talked about that for probably 20 minutes or something regaled our listeners mm -hmm. the first episode with all the great things about Lost. Of course, we don't want to give too much away because our premise is that some people probably haven't seen it. Um, I raised my hand. There you go. Uh, we already got um, some feedback that some of our listeners started watching Lost as a result, yeah. and they love it. Well, how many in our audience? We have one, two, four, six people. How many of you watched Lost? Never saw an episode. Did you like it? Did you watch the whole ending? I, I, I only, I'm going to be honest. Some shows, I got lost in the first episode. It was just, I didn't quite understand it. Oh my uh, God, the pilot episode lost, is uh, yeah. so good. And then at the end, don't they at the end, like you don't know what happens at the end? Like the ending was kind of cheesy. Are you going yes, to give away do. the ending? Wasn't, wasn't yeah, it like a do. stupid ending? Are you actually going to give away the ending? Excellent ending. Don't give away the ending. Well, yeah, I'm not going to, I don't really, I didn't really, I didn't memorize every line on the, on the <laughs> ending. I'm not it's a love it or hate it? Thought it was okay. fantastic. Right. There was right. a period of time there where I stopped watching it because they were talking about the whole time travel thing. And, and I got really um, pissed off at the show because they wouldn't tell me what the so fuck you didn't was going like, on. So you didn't like the, where the writers took the show? Yeah, I didn't All like right. it. Now, how, how many seasons was this show on? Lost was on for yeah, six or six, seven. Yeah, something six. like that. All right, well, yeah. maybe, I'll, maybe one day I'll be sick and I'll DVR or something. Oh, I'm already done with that. Yeah, that's not going to happen. <laughs> Anything over 30 minutes, is, it's not my attention span. Um, so, okay, well, since we're in com at Comic-Con, and it's about, what, what, what's the main idea of Comic-Con? Science fiction? Comics? Anime? Comics? Well, I know it's comics. I mean, I wasn't going to go for the obvious. Trying to, try, I'm trying to stretch your brains a little bit, people. Oh, you're trying to stretch my brain? Yes. Oh, um, Okay. Hold on. As, a, as a gay man, I would stretch other things, but you're a woman, so oh. we're not going to go there. Wow. Um, here we go. So, <laughs> turn, that, turn that fire up. Uh, you're disgusting your listeners here. Am I disgusting you guys? No. She had a look cool. of disdain no, on her face. Fine. I saw that. Although we did scare the, the knitting lady. There was a woman she was going to knit, there was a, she got up and There was yeah, a knitting lady that got did. scared she and ran away. Got scared and, and uh, ran away. We have a gentleman that might leave us in about 20 minutes. Yeah, we're we're just as no, this guy. This guy just came here for the free water. He just teased yeah, me. Yeah, he just came here for the free water. I'm gonna put it really close to me and see if you'll game. go for it. Right next to my nipple, right there. Come on, daddy. Um, okay, so we're we're Comic Con. So let's let's. What would be some of your suggestions as far as like comic or science fiction shows 
that people should watch. I've never really been a science fiction guy, although I do like the new Star Trek stuff, but you're looking at someone who's never seen a single Star Wars film. What? 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 Oh, my God. Wait, wait, wait. While that door is open, you're looking at two people who's never seen a single Wait a minute. Oh. What? Oh, my God. That's crazy. Not How can you one. never? I mean, hey, does this does, oh does this? Oh, the audience is in an uproar. As a gay Wait, man, does this, does, just does this because Han Solo, you should be watching it. I does agree with Luke Skywalker in the tight pants. Hey, I, I saw it as a seven-year-old. I was. Oh, never mind. That's another story. But wait, go on. As a seven-year-old, <laughs> I remember. Okay, because I remember seeing. And okay, this, I'm gonna get my geek on now. I remember being seven years old. We lived in Dallas. We went to the drive-in, and we had an old station wagon, and I was sitting on top of the station wagon. So it's Star Wars at a drive-in. So there's stars behind it, and you could see the whole thing. I mean, it was like seeing Star Wars in the sky. It was just the most amazing thing ever. And that's, I mean, to me, that's just, it blew my mind. I saw Spaceballs. Isn't that good enough? <laughs> no, 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 it's not. <laughs> Thank you. Although, yeah, and for me, I have to admit that. Uh, for me, this should count for something. When I was, some point in my childhood, my entire bedroom, Curtains, bed sheets, comforter, Hello Kitty, toy bots, everything. Return of the Jedi. Never saw a single second. How of the can film. you? That's oh just. God. How can you have the I don't know. sheets I don't know. and not yeah, watch the movie? I, I might have had a Return of the Jedi lunchbox. I might that's, have. That's See, sacrilegious. that's that's like, that's like, <laughs> like being sorry. Catholic, not being Catholic, and wearing a cross. That's just wrong. <laughs> I, I don't know. That's all I had right now because because I'm wearing a rosary. Almost, that's all I got. It's almost offensive. It is almost offensive. Uh, we should we should this find get, some people out there. Tell the truth. That's right. We should find some people out there dressed as Star Wars, and and just 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 kick their. Go find them for us. When you walk out right now, find people for us. We're gonna have them. Yeah. Kick when their you go on search out. for more water, go find back. those people. <laughs> oh, the the crowd is starting to. Mm-hmm. The crowd is turning on Talk Zebra. That's right. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's like the lions attacking the zebras now. Guess what happens to them at the end? Um, okay, so what, another another uh, show. You're, you're looking to me for science fiction. Okay, well, I'll give you a few, but you guys okay, won't like them. I'm sure. Give um, them some ideas, Hollis. Come on. Okay, well, I saw Star Wars, all of them, even the bad ones. Um, <laughs> but uh, for me, I really love the supernatural stuff, and I really love the horror stuff. And uh, I'm going to say it. Everyone's going to say something, but I'm going to say it. I love say Buffy it. the Vampire Slayer. Oh, I did. I take <laughs> the Buffy. We're losing. Somebody I just walked out. Buffy was a gay Thank you, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, got a, we, got a, we got an okay. Is that a thumbs up over there? <laughs> I'd love to see you walk away. <laughs> Brian's walking away. Buffy was cool. Hey! Buffy, was, Buffy, Buffy the Vampire Slayer was pretty cool. I, I, I did her. See? Now we have another person getting out. Hey, you know what? The crowd is thinning. When a gay wow. man can say that she was hot and I would totally go for it, it, it means something. It, no, it doesn't. Okay, never mind. You can um, say that, but you wouldn't totally what? go for it. Huh? <laughs> you can say that, but you wouldn't totally go for it. I, why, not, why not? Okay, well, here, here is my, my, the one chick that I, that I saw. Okay, Alicia Silverstone. Alicia Silverstone and Batman. When she got it, when she wore that uh, Batgirl outfit, come on. I haven't seen it. No, nobody. <laughs> Anybody, I guys? Saw it. I, saw it. I didn't see that movie. She, did look hot. she was a little filled. She had a little meat on of her. Of course, Hollis is going to say she looks hot. I, I do. I, I, she well, no, Hollis picks Lebanese, so she's all good with us right now. <laughs> she's going to follow me on this one. But. Right, Alicia Silverstone in, in, in Batman in the, in the Batgirl suit, no, riding the motorcycle. What's her name? Um, Hot. Who's the one that just did it? Anne Heche? or Anne? Anne? Huh? Not Anne Heche. <laughs> Anne Hathaway. Hathaway. Yeah. More Anne gay. Hathaway. Anne, Anne Hathaway. Do I sound more gay when I'm trying to be straight? Is that what it is? Yes. Okay, cool. Oh my God! Totally. Um, <laughs> Anne Hathaway. Anne Hathaway. Yeah, that was much better. I haven't seen that one. Really good. There's to, for me, um, Michael Keaton was the Batman. That, that was it. After him, there's no other Batman. And and just on a note for that, uh, I love Batman. I've been collecting Batman comic books since I was six. And uh, I have a ton of them except for number one. Hmm. I also have quite a few Batman tattoos. Batman tattoos? Oh, you're, yep. a, you're a tatter. Huh? I am. Wow. 
We're just learning all kinds of secrets about you. Right? Do you have any tattoos, Mr. I, Garza? I do not. I, I'm, I'm a tat virgin. I do not have any either. I don't. But this man to my left does. You do? Yeah, I have one little shitty tattoo. It's not really, doesn't what, count. What is it? It is Coco Pele. I don't really know what it is. Like <laughs> you don't know what the tattoo that you have like is? A it's Please like just... the little J Jamaican guy playing the bongo drums or something. Oh. I got it when I was in boot camp. In, in We're gonna have to... So what inspired you to get that? You can't, you can't see it from this this far away. I'm black. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody from the audience yelled, show it to the audience. It's small and I'm black. If you want to see it, come to the stage. It's not very thugged out. I was very disappointed. Right. Yeah, and that's my only one. Just what? Newsflash. I got it during boot camp. Newsflash. Cam is black. Just to put it out there. <laughs> Talk <laughs> zebra. Hello. Is I that where the name came from? Because why I'm black? Is that how it was? Yes. Black very original. Haven't no, there's ever, a story behind that, but... Well, haven't you ever please. seen a boxing match where there's a white guy fighting a black guy? It's a zebra match. I never heard that. Yeah. But, uh, but Taylor's not here, so we can't talk about wrestling. <laughs> True, we will Sorry. do that tomorrow. Um, I, I didn't know that. I didn't know how that's how it... You can talk about it being a douchebag. Who? Taylor? <laughs> we will not talk about Taylor on this show and say he's a douchebag. Wow, what happened Because I just the... said it. Yeah, I, I get it, I get it. That was one point. <laughs> So, so I have two favorite Batman films while we we're on okay, that topic. Go for it. Let's go for Batman. So the one with Michael Keaton, as you mentioned, the first one with Jack Nicholson as the Joker. That's yes. an impeccable film, in my opinion. Kim Basinger also is in awesome. that. Impeccable. Impeccable film. Impeccable. I like that. Yes. And <laughs> also, the next one with the Joker in it, you got to love the one with Heath Ledger. Oh, yes. Just, yeah, that was an him. iconic role. That yeah. one I've seen. I've seen that one. It's good, right? Yeah, it was a really good movie. He's sober. You better wake the fuck oh. up. Yeah. It's not boredom, it's sobriety. I'm talking, I'm talking to the panel. I'm not talking to uh, ne'er-do-well in the audience. Our producer is out there. Uh, we're, we're going to put it on you. Hello, Kevin. How you doing? Hi. Hi. Um, okay, well, let's talk, let's talk movies. Like, I don't know, since, since we're a panel of... of uh, liberal homosexuals, uh, gay, <laughs> gayest, gayest superheroes. Let's talk gayest superheroes. What do you got out there? The ambiguously gay duo. Oh, yeah. that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> if, if anybody watches Saturday Night Live, that's the classic. Okay. Yeah, they, they were really, really masculine. Um, <laughs> let's see. Batman and Robin. Yeah, well, of course. Batman and Robin. The question, the question was, for those listening at home, wasn't there a series where the Iron Man suit fell in love with the ambiguously gay duo? No. <laughs> I was going to say, I didn't catch that skit. The, the Iron Man fell in love with... Oh. Oh. In the... Really? <laughs> wow. Hmm. So th that's pretty. I guess that's that's, the, pretty, that's pretty gay. You yeah. know what? The Joel Schumacher directed Batman film Nipple. with the nipples on the oh. costume. That's pretty damn gay. Yeah, I agree with that. It's <laughs> pretty gay. I personally think that the moment they throw Robin into the mix, I just you know, said that. You oh, did, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just said that. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm backing you up, Hollis. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> Chris O'Donnell's was Robin, right? You know, who yeah. is, might not be gay, but he is a douche. Rich yeah, man saves a little poor boy, gives him money, puts him in a big house, gets him a nice little suit to wear around. I'm just saying. Just <laughs> <laughs> All very suspicious. It's just is what you're saying. Mm -hmm. um, how about women? Women's. Uh... No thanks. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm not offering. <laughs> We're not offering. Oh. <laughs> no, no, no. Okay. <laughs> no offense, Hollis. Um, None taken. <laughs> female superheroes. Like. Hollis, talk up. Let's, let's go to female you. Super. Are we just coming to me for this because I'm female? God, that's I'm oh, sorry. Am I bagging the table too much? This is an cool. obvious one for me. Okay, go for it. Go for it. You've got to go Wonder Woman. Really? Linda Carter. Oh. Linda Carter. Come on. Well, that's Jay's aunt, bro. Come on. No, third cousin. Whatever. 
<laughs> you gotta love Linda Carter. Well, we we I, I, anyone I, who could fly in an invisible plane, come on. How does she find the invisible plane? I don't know. <laughs> that, that's I think that's been a question for years. How does she throw a lasso around you that makes you tell the truth? And where did she sit in the invisible plane? That's right. And and, and how does badass. she pilot an invisible plane? This doesn't make any sense. There we go. We have a uh, we have visuals. I wish you people could watch this. Yeah, from, I wish you guys could see it. it. It's, it's classic. I always thought uh, Zena was the. She's badass. Zena was the no. She's no. not. Alice is shaking her head. No. no, no. I mean, didn't she have? Was it Gabriel? Wasn't she with Gabriel? Wasn't Gabriel the la the name of the girl? Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. How how are we not going to put that in the title somewhere in there? <laughs> um, does anybody remember? Um, this is back from the seventies, from Electro Woman and Dinah Girl. Does anybody remember? That? I do not. So. Am, I, do not. am I the only older one? I have one? no idea what you're saying. You don't. Nobody <laughs> knows. Okay, if you're home listening to this. Google Electra Woman and Dinah Girl from the 70s, from the Croft cartoons. I am so dating myself. I feel so out of place now. Okay, I'm going to shut up for a minute. You are the no, oldest one here. <laughs> Those were classic, like Electra Woman, Dinah Girl, and, and there was like, it was kind of like the Batman and Robin of the 70s. There was two chicks and... I'm sorry, we're not in the Q&A part of the show yet, <laughs> but as soon as we do, we'll come to you, sir. Yes. Garza, Garza is going to cue uh, Brian Smith's A here in a second. I'm going to what? said so you're going to cue Brian Smith's A in a second here. He doesn't shut his mouth. I mean, nice. Anyway, so, um, okay, well, I brought up some ideas. What do you guys want to want to talk about? What do, you, what do you got on your minds? So one of the things that's interesting on Talk Zebra is also we have a segment called Music or Lose It. And the ever so controversial Music or Lose It segment. Yes, and Mr. Kevin Moyers with a horrid decision in week one, but we're not going to talk about that. Um, <laughs> no, the Music or Lose It segment is, I can't even speak right now, um, we take a song, each of us, in, from any any time in history, okay. from the annals of music, could be from any era, whatever, and we have a little face-off against each other, play the song on the podcast, and the listeners chime in and see who won. It's very simple, but sparks a lot of debate and talk, and uh, we have had some very interesting face-offs already. Like last week, we had um, a little 80s old-school hip-hop versus a country song. So it's kind of very interesting. So, am I the only person on this pod, on any of these podcasts that talks about their life, Kevin? No, no. not at all. Okay. Okay. I don't have any like game things that I play or game shows or anything. Well, I don't have anything. I just talk. I don't. I'm, I'm playing with myself sometimes. Well, that's good. Not. Good to know. <laughs> it, it's, I'm, I'm not. I'm really not. Don't 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 listen to the show. Now I know why it's called yeah, Put It Together. Don't listen. To, yes. And, and, and corazón en la mano. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm talking. true. That's what I'm talking about. Something else in la mano. No, I'm coming. <laughs> Well, I think because you you and I are, are two of the few that yeah, have yeah. our we're alone in our show. Yeah. I have guests, but I don't have anybody. I have interviews that I do once yeah. in a while. That's so about it. These guys get to talk to each other. Yeah. Most everybody gets to talk to each other. I couldn't fathom. I couldn't fathom doing a solo show. I, both of my shows, I have co-hosts, and there's no props to you guys for that. There's no way I can I fill out not even 20 minutes by myself. Would you Thank like you. to share with the yeah, class? Yeah. Would you like Brian? to share? No, we'd like you to share. Oh, come on. It's very distracting. You look so cute laughing over there. We want to know what you're talking about. Come on, Brian. Um, so what else do you talk about on your show? Let's go. You guys have some cool segments. Yes. We're both over here. Like, um, so we have the five dub segment. We have music or lose it. And then we have man of the hour, which okay. is where Cam and I pick a hot guy each week. And we say why we would want to bang them. <laughs> no, we just say why we think they're sexy. No, no, and, no, no, it's, no, no I'll say why I would want to bang okay, them. Okay, so can you give us one example of one guy you've chosen? Go, Cam, you go. Um, remind me who I've chosen. Well, last week you chose from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Oh, yeah, yeah. Last week my choice was uh, Ryan, I can never pronounce his last name. Rob McElhaney. Rob McElhaney. Rob McElhaney from uh, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Oh, yeah. He plays Mac. 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 Yeah. 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 
Yes. Thank Mac you would definitely uh, get not kicked out of bed for, you know, eating crackers. Mm, I agree nice. with that choice. Good choice. And I tend choice. to choose, you know, Cam tends to choose either white or Latin men. I tend to choose black men, obviously. You like the chocolate? Yeah, surprise, surprise. I do like the chocolate. Yeah. And so I tend to choose a lot of athletes and musicians and and things like that. So which was So like I had Ludacris a couple of weeks ago. Oh wow. Um I had last week if any of you have seen The Biggest Loser on NBC, the fitness trainer, the black dude. He's really hot, so I picked him. <laughs> um What is it about him that gets you the he's muscles? He's just flawless. He's black. He's flawless. <laughs> is that is that pretty platonic criteria? That's all it takes for Tony. <laughs> he's the brother. That's all it takes for perfect Tony. Perfect smile, perfect body. I mean, if you look at Google him, Google him, you'll find out why. <laughs> I could just hear the conversation. Tony, why are we going out? You're black. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> yeah, an average looking black dude with it, average looking and an average body, that's pretty much good enough for me. Well, as long as we're talking about it, I feel so now, special. What's your, what's your preference in, in, in women? In women or in men? In men. Um, women. Men. <laughs> you, wait, wait, wait. You heard the question. He said women. Sounds like we got ourselves a switch hitter over here. Um, Sounds like a backtracking right there. I don't really look at physical appearance very much. I just look at personality mostly. Okay. For men and women or uh-huh. just for, for both? both? Okay. Interesting. At all. I've heard that answer from people before. Like, I don't look at the physical. But... The, the, I've called bullshit on that answer. I, yeah, plenty I'm kind of like, I don't, girl. <laughs> I could buy that for a woman. I don't women, at all. Women actually. are very. It is different for women. Mental. I agree. They're turned on by things they hear, and men were very visual. We're turned on by things that we just see, and it turns us on. You know, that's what I think. <laughs> yes, thank you, Mr. Moyer. Big chocolatey hairy balls. I don't. I don't. I still don't quite believe that. I. I we have, an, uh, we have one lady in the audience, and I'm going to put you on the spot. Yes, I'm going to do it. What was your name? Chris. Chris. Hi, Chris. You've been kind of helping us a little bit. Is it true? Is it true that women are more about the mental and... and Come on, Chris. Back me up. Come on. You take a peek at the butt. There's got to be some visual. There's got to be some visual stimulation, right? Okay, there's a little visual stimulation, but after the visual stimulation wears off, there's got to be something there. Okay, well then, what is the visual stimulation? No, after the visual stimulation wears off, then you move on to the next one. Goodbye. (laughs) No, no, you don't. After the visual visual stimulation wears off, then you show them the door. Okay, so what is the visual stimulation? For which gender? Both. Um, Is it different? Yeah, very much different. For me, anyway. Okay. Shut the fuck up, Ryan. <laughs> there you go. Tell him, Hollis. I think I've had That's about enough girl. of you today. Okay. So, um, what, what are the different... Shut up, Ryan. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You're going to make me laugh. I'm going to start laughing. I can't laugh. <laughs> I think okay, somebody's avoiding the answer here. I'm kind of avoiding it. Yeah. Yes. Um, usually I like dark-haired woman, women and um, darker-haired ma- haired men and um, light eyes. Light eyes are good. Light eyes. Oh, yeah. Um, he's back. Hi. Well, back. You want some back. more what water? What happened? The show wasn't good what enough? Happened? <laughs> <laughs> nice. Well, we know that Cam likes white and Latin men. We know what I like, the, the black dudes. We know what she just said, Mr. Garza. Sir, what kind of men are you into? I I like the bears. I like big. Really? Yes, I like I like chunky, hairy. I'm a, I'm a foodie. I love to eat. So talking about visual, like I love a man. If a man takes me to a buffet, there'll be some nookie that night. There will be some nookie. Surely. <laughs> some of you in the audience right now are in trouble because Garza's looking at you with that look in his I'm, eye. I'm looking like I'm like I'm getting kind of hungry. I'm, huh? Do what again? He says he knows some good buffets. You know some good buffets? Is that, that's that's going to be the Cobra now. <laughs> I'm going out for a buffet. Um, yeah. I, I, I Garza, you might I don't, be. I don't really, I particularly enjoy the white guys. I like white meat. Um, nice little. White ain't meat. right. You know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to confess it. My, when I was younger, my 
ideal dude, like the big burly guy, was young John Goodman. Like when it, when really? Roseanne when Roseanne first started, it was just kind of young wow. John Goodman. And then and then when he did. Okay, I know it's going to sound sick. I can't believe it. I don't say this on my show. I would never say this on my show. Um, but when he did um, the Flintstones, I was just like, wow, that's, that's it. I find you Yabba disgusting. <laughs> I have lost all respect for you. You know, it's, it's what it is, man. I wow. like a big old burly dude. But I'm from Texas, so I like big four-by-fours and big dudes and cowboy hats and boots and uh, up in, riding horses and, huh? <laughs> Don't judge me. That's what I'm saying. He's looking at you with that look in his eye, man. I know. I'm, I'm feeling kind of like used. Like, oh. <laughs> and you like it. I'm getting, yeah, I'm getting a little shy now. What the hell? Hey, anyway, but hands yes, above yes. the table. Huh? Hands above the table if I'm, you're getting you know, excited. I'm, I'm not putting it together right now, so. <laughs> anyway, what else do you want to talk about, guys? I don't know how, what the time is. What's our time frame right now? Oh, we're the last panel. Yeah, all the time in the world. What time did it start today? I don't know. Four o'clock. Four o'clock? Okay. All right. So, because just for the folks listening at home, we're recording this at 10:30 at night. Yeah. On Thursday, we just got off a flight, so we're. And I've had no sleep all day, and. My ex here has not either. No. I've had barely no, no, no. all sleep And I've all day. worked a, a long work day at the stupid nine to five job on top of that. But here we are. Because yes, contrary to proper belief, this is not our main bread and butter. <laughs> I think I've had like three hours of sleep. So we're all kind of deprived. Is that how our shows work? That we're all like deprived of sleep? And I'm always not deprived me, of not sleep. Not me, not me. Actually, actually, I always get eight to nine hours of sleep a day. How do you Lucky believe you. it or not? I am 55 years old. No. <laughs> <laughs> nice. how, how how do you pull off eight hours of sleep? Because I wake up Someone's very late. Someone's trying to break in. <laughs> They're come to get. My secret is I go to bed late and I wake up late. Oh. Oh. I go to bed at three in the morning, and I wake up at eleven or noon. I can attest to that. When we lived together, yes. by the time he was waking up, I was like finished running errands and ready to take you know a midday nap. That's the that he wakes up at you know, one two p.m. I can't. Seven o'clock is late. I've always mm -hmm. been a night owl. Even when I was in high school, I couldn't go to bed so early. So have we gotten to the point where the show is so boring that we're talking about how much sleep we get? Well, I think that's interesting, <laughs> right? That's kind of interesting. We just go off on tangents. Yeah, this is a tangent. Well, I, I've yes. been saying, what do you guys want to talk I'll, about? I'll talk. I, wanna... I got like three hours of sleep because um, my best male friend in the world uh he's epileptic and he had two seizures this morning oh dear so um yeah so that's why i got little to no sleep is he okay oh uh, yeah he's okay he's epileptic <laughs> he's gonna have seizures oh okay well hello to our friend hope you're okay yeah him hi cory did you have something in mind i was gonna say well where's the comedy in that <laughs> there is no comedy in that. There's no comedy in that. How, I, how I do never you, said that. How do you come back that. from that? That's well. what I'm saying, you know. <laughs> wow. wah, wah. Even on my show, after talking about HIV, we can still find a funny somewhere. I don't know how to. No, we don't. It's not. For uh, some reason, I think of that. Uh, there was a line on South Park once or something, and they asked Cartman something, and like he's like, "Are you positive?" He's all, "I am HIV positive." There was a line. Yeah. Yeah. There was a you know what I'm talking yeah. about? No, I, I don't watch oh, South Park. Yeah. See, I think that's funny. I but, find humor in anything, though. But I have used, on my show, I have used the song that they did on Family Guy about AIDS. Right. Have, have you, did you ever see that episode where it was a quartet and they go... Again, to there's that look on her they, face. You saw it? No, you haven't seen it? You haven't look. seen it? Has anybody else seen it? I used it on my I've show. I've seen it. We've all seen it. Where they go to the hospital and they're like, ah, you have AIDS, you have AIDS. Anyway. It's pretty, I've, it's I've pretty funny, it. but but go ahead, keep singing it. It's I don't hilarious. know the rest of the song. It's just I've used it on my show, and it was. People, I actually got some comments back. People thought it was offensive. I'm like, well, I had AIDS. I'm I'm laughing. So, okay. obviously, that's not a good topic to go to. Um, Nothing's funnier than AIDS. You know, you just got, <laughs> you, there's not a Hallmark card for it yet, but I think somebody should come up with right, it. Right, right. Put yeah. that on a T-shirt. Nothing's funnier than AIDS, Kevin yeah, Moyers. I, yeah. <laughs> that should be the Hallmark card. You're welcome. I didn't give you an STD. 
Um, I don't know. But at least you're not title for our show, guys. There you go. <laughs> at least you're not pregnant. <laughs> at least you're not pregnant. <laughs> Mark that moment. That's. The <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what time it is. No, I We were expecting mature content. <laughs> I'm on the wrong show then. <laughs> anyway, so uh, what else do we want to talk about? What else do you guys want to talk about? Go ahead. I thought you were the moderator. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm kinda, you know, I'm trying to throw I'm some topics out I'm kind of waiting to be moderated. I know, yeah. I'm, I'm throwing some topics out there, just letting you guys talk about your shows a little bit. Basically, because we're, I mean, we're cross-referencing. This will be on all three shows, correct? Mr. Moyers? Yeah. So we want my audience to get to know the zebra. <laughs> <laughs> the zebes. We are called the zebes. Is that, is, is that what your fans are going to be called? Yes, Zeebs? that's correct. Well, I just have I have interviews on my show with artists and writers, and hopefully I have an interview coming up with Christopher Ransom, if anybody knows who that is. Who? Christopher Ransom. And can you tell us who that is? Um, he's a big-time writer. He wrote The Birthing House, uh, quite a few other books. And uh, I've been in contact with him now for the last week or so. And I get to talk to him on the phone, and I actually get to interview him for the show, too. Cool. Who's been your most famous guest that you've ever interviewed, Daniel? Yeah. My most famous guest. Um, or memorable yes. in any fashion. And what? I'm sorry? Or just a memorable Memorable. Memorable. Yeah. Uh, I've had a couple of writers. Uh, Leon Accord, who's a, an actor there in, in L.A., is pretty cool. Um, my most memorable shows, I think, my most memorable shows have not been on my show. It's when I go do guest spots on somebody else's show. Uh, what I, about for your show? For yeah. my show. Uh, wow. Well, we just, I just celebrated, what, 70 episodes on my show? And 50 on the Spanish show. Oh, okay. Um, on Corazón en la Mano, which is a Spanish show. If anybody out there speaks Spanish. Two, my sister, when I was visiting Texas, and this, this okay, it always gets me a little emotional, but when I was visiting Texas, uh, I had never asked my sister what it felt like for her to find out that I was, I was diagnosed with AIDS. Uh, I was 30 years old when she found out, and she was in the hospital when, when they found out but I'd never asked her. I've been interviewed several times about my view on it, but I'd never asked her about it, and she's my older sister. Uh, so we sat down and did an interview about her thought process. Uh, and just for background, when I was diagnosed, I had to go live with her because I, I was too sick, and she didn't know how to react. So she, they, I was put in a room by myself, and I had my own set of dishes and towels and silverware, and. I was kept away from my nephews and from the family. So oh, I was, God, I was awful. yeah, I was very segregated, but she didn't know any better. I come from a very Catholic family, very strict. So she apologized on the show for treating me that way because she didn't know any better. So that's been the most heartfelt. And my dad is 80 now and I got to interview him. So he talked about his life. And at the very end of the show, uh, he gave me some fatherly advice. We've never been really close. And he actually gave me some really cool Father advised that he'd never, 42 years he'd never given me. And you see that, folks? Abnormal entertainment, bringing families together. It does. It does. <laughs> that should be the title of the show. Yeah, it does. So I think those have been pretty cool. But, and it and, sucks that I can't even listen to it. It sounds like you save all your good shit for the Spanish show. And that's the horrible <laughs> yeah. thing that I'm the only one like, damn, on I the show. Damn, I want to hear that show. Right? I want to hear your Does anybody apologize? else speak Spanish on the network? No? Nobody? Not that I know of. I'm the only one that speaks Spanish. Yeah, I took it in high school, and that's it. <laughs> yeah, I tell you so what, Dana, I'll learn how to speak Spanish. I can listen to your show. I, huh? Si, enchilada, taco bueno. Arriba, caramba. I don't know. <laughs> Yay, our audience. We love our audience. Yeah. I always how about you guys? I always loved it at Disneyland, how they do the announcements in Spanish also. And they suck. I always used to love that on the Matterhorn. Yes, and, and, and sometimes they're wrong. I'm just going to tell you. people, Don't Google your translations. Don't do that. It's, it's stupid. So if they say, permanecer sentados, por favor, that's not right? Well, it's, not, it's right. It's just not like... Remain people seated, don't say please. That. Yeah, people don't say that. Okay. It's, like, it's like on my website, like on the Corazón en la Mano, sometimes there's stuff on there that it's not said right. But I understand. 
Well, who's doing? <laughs> well, who's doing the synopsis? I mean, the synopsis me, but the well, other, then it's your fault. The other yeah. translation. <laughs> the other translation stuff. Don't go p- passing blame. Yeah. Not my stuff. My stuff's correct. I did it. Of course you're right. <laughs> Tell us how, how about you I guys? don't know about how that. How would we know the difference? Huh? Well, there's stuff on the website for the people that are listening. There's stuff on the website that I send in, and there's stuff on the website that's put by my producer. And some of it is just not right. <laughs> Look, he's looking and passing the buck. So he's passing the buck under poor Kevin here. <laughs> oh, I wasn't sure. I was like, are you talking about me or Kevin Moyers? There, Where, like, a, what did I do? It's not wrong. It's just not, like, it's not the way people talk. But it's correct. It's good. It's good. It works. People wait, understand. Wait, it's not the way that people talk or it's correct? It's yes. both. It's both. Yes. It can be both. There is, yeah. it's like, it's like English. There's proper English and then there's the way we, and there's slang. Like, we talk. Yeah. yeah. Like, you know, you know what I mean? I feel like I'm burying myself now. I'm just pretty much it. Yeah. I can taste the dirt and I can taste the dirt. Well, how do you say let's wrap this up in, in Espanol? Vamos a terminar. <laughs> uh, really quickly, I just want to say suggestion. something really quick. Um, not I just a, wanted not to a real question. put a, a word out there for um, the Kitschy Cupcake and the Bitter Optimist because they basically made almost every single thing that I'm wearing today or she did. And uh, for Will's t-shirts and designs because I'll be wearing his stuff on Sunday. So I just want to put a word out there. Awesome. I don't know how we're on time. How, much, how long have we been on? And, and for shows or whatever I've had. <laughs> See, I'm starting to talk and everyone... Really? I've been. I'm starting talking, and everyone's going off sorry, on their sorry, own sorry. thing. No, no, no. It's okay. My bad. Go, no, no, no. You My go apologies. Ahead. No, you go ahead. No. No, no, no. Go ahead. Guys. <laughs> Talk, woman. Okay. Um, I haven't had really any memorable people yet. Um, I talk a lot about my life, and I talk a lot about what's going on around me, and it's really hard to talk while people are. are... Thank you. I'm sorry. Thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. Jesus Christ. Just to let the audience know, uh, listen at home, that uh, most of our crew here is in the audience, so it's a little bantering, I guess, going on, you can call it. Yeah, they're bantering and laughing back and forth. It's really great and kind of annoying. Uh, So... Um, so in the show, I don't really have any memorable guests or anything, but I talk a lot about my life and about what's going on, and, um... Really, what's going on right now is is me trying to get my name out there with my writing, and uh, I talked about finishing up my degrees. And um, like I said, my friend Corey, he and I've been um, friends for 13 years, um, and he has severe epilepsy. And right now, I'm kind of inferring that into the show because uh, he's waiting to get a VNS chip put in his chest. Oh. Wow. Um, which, if anybody doesn't know what that is, it's a vagus nerve stimulator, oh. and it goes into your chest, and it goes up into your vagus nerve in your neck, and um, it stimulates basically the vagus nerve and tries to control the seizures when they happen. And right now he's on the, um, and I talk a lot about him on the show because basically the book that I just finished um, that's going to be out mid-June is, is a horror novel, but it's kind of based on... Um, him and his memory loss issues. And between the seizures that he's had, um, which he's had up to 20 seizures in one day, um, between the seizures that he's had and the memory loss that he's experienced, I really was inspired to write something um, kind of meddling around and playing with reality and kind of interpreting reality. You know, how much of our lives do we really know or is really going on? How much can we trust our senses and all that good stuff? So I talk a lot about him on the show. Um, I think it's in August. He's going to have this vagus nerve simulator put in his chest, and they're not quite sure if it's going to work or not. It's an experimental surgery. Uh, The doctor that he has doing it has only done nine of them before. And um, so we're going to see how that goes. We'll, we'll, we'll keep him in our thoughts and our prayers. Thank you. Um, well, how about you guys? I, I, I'm always curious, like, now that you're doing two shows, Tony, doing uh, Zebra and, and still doing the sports. Of course, uh, Unprotected Sports. We've done 67 episodes. Congratulations. Um, what nice. can, can we talk about that for a little bit? Now, now that, I mean, if they want to. I mean, I, do you mind? I mean, Leo's not here, but okay. All right. Well, let, let me. 
as a gay man with with the new what is it uh, what's his name Collins is that the last name? Guy's Jason name? Collins. Jason Collins. What, what's your point of view on that? What's what's your take on it? Uh, well, the cynical one of the two of us, which is Leo, thinks that he did it only because he knows his career is going to come to an end and he right. figured I'll get it out there now and gave <laughs> myself some notoriety. But, I mean, no matter the, no matter why he did it, I mean, I still think it's courageous. The fact is, is that no one in the history of North American team sports has come out publicly like this. Okay. Uh, players have come out privately to their teammates, but this is the first player in the major sports in North America who has done this. So, I mean, it's, no matter how you look at it, it's courageous. I mean, I wouldn't say it's heroic. I mean, this isn't right. like the Boston Bombers response. This isn't, you know, 9-11, but it's, it's, in a sports sense, it is. But why do people so quickly forget about all the other people that have come out, like Martina, Billie Jean, um, because I don't Lugranus, all these people came out way before, and um, all of a sudden, we just well, first, about them? First of all, um, I think in the case of the women, it's just not as big a deal for a woman to come out. And I'm sorry, it's just not. In, the, in our society, it's just not. It's not seen as as big a deal. It's not. It's, it's more accepted. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Exactly. It's just... <laughs> wow. Yes, Brittany Griner has officially come out. As if you didn't know that, by the way. Come on. But, um, but no, she, she, you're absolutely right, Hollis. I mean, it's, it's just something that... You know, a woman can be a lesbian, and it's not that big a deal, really. In fact, guys like it. It's like, ooh, I'm gonna, you know, it's like a fantasy for them. It's like watching right. female. No, that's more for bisexual. female golfers. You're bisexual, just... then they're more. If it's like a fantasy. Yeah. yeah, but you know, guys, they think that they can turn them and all yeah. that stuff. Well, if it's a woman, but if it's a guy, of course, it's ooh, that's that's, that's taboo, and so uh, it's just different. And do you guys think that race had anything to play with that? Um. You know, it's actually interesting because, uh, quite honestly, and I, I think you can agree with me on this, Cam, is that the African-American community has been one of the slowest to kind of get get up to speed with this, frankly. The black community has been way behind, right? Right. <laughs> but, but it's been a lot of the black athletes who have come out. If you look at this, Jason Collins, John Amici used to play in the NBA. He's not, well, he's not American, but he was black. What, what's that, Kevin? Brittany Griner. I mean, a lot of them are African American or Af you know of African descent. So, so is it is it is it good moves career wise? Because like for reason, Collins, now that his career is coming to an end, as a black man coming out of the down low, because he's going to come out of the down low, and he's coming out as a gay man, and he's black, and he, he's a role model now, and everybody's like, oh my god, yay for you. Um, it, which I think is kind of bullshit. That was the gayest sports thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> well, I didn't have Yay my, for you? I don't have my pom-poms, pardon me. Um, I didn't back them on this trip. Sorry. Um, is it, I know, and I'll put this to the panel. Is, is, I mean, is, is, it just, is it just a career move? Are, are we using sexuality as a career move nowadays? When did we stop using sexuality as a career move? Yeah. Yeah. How so? Not, not, it doesn't work for everybody. Not everybody's like, oh my God, you're queer, yay. Let's, I mean, it doesn't work for a lot of actors. I mean, I'll be honest, in, in my career, being HIV, being gay, being Hispanic, uh, being in recovery, I, I mean, it's my show. That's what I talk about. By the way, how did you not get a role on the George Lopez show? What's up with that? On the George Lopez show? Yes. How did you I, not get cast? Because they, they hired another girl for the daughter. It was horrible. It was horrible. Oh. <laughs> I, I fought for it. I fought. It was like, oh, my God. Um, <laughs> how were you not like the next door neighbor or something? Right? I should have been that. You should have. Um, but but like, there's, there has been actors that have come out and their careers kindly come to an end. Um, Rupert Everett. Rupert Everett, yeah. He, he came out and all of a sudden his career went nowhere. Um, but then you have guys like, uh, what was American Idol dude? Um, <laughs> well, yeah, Seacrest. I, I don't know. I don't watch American Idol. Um, are you talking about one of the sing? Are you talking about Adam Lambert? And, no, no, well, Adam Lambert, Adam Lambert has totally used his sexuality to his benefit. Right. I mean, the, like who, we, like okay, who doesn't know. do that in Hollywood? Who doesn't use your sexuality John Travolta. in what aspect? Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise, John Travolta. What, you, oh, you didn't know? I'm sorry. Will Smith. I didn't want to break your, 
your they man don't crush. Use their Tyler Perry. They, they don't use their sexuality. Oh, Tyler Perry at all. just came out. Okay, well, Tyler Perry just came out. What? Uh, Black man. Well, supposedly there's a lover out there. Yes, I don't want to break any. He uh, didn't come out. Maybe there, somebody there's else. There's rumors did. that he, there's a lover, and oh, and then there's a guy Elmo, the guy that did the, the guy, guy that, that did Elmo, the guy who played. He did those kids, bro. <laughs> what? <laughs> And that's another but, black guy. But he's a black guy. I mean, yeah. he's, a, he's a black gay man. Well, he obviously didn't lose his sexuality for his advantage. What? Well, yeah. Um, true. I'll give you that much. Yeah, but he was Sanduskying little kids. Oh. oh. Hey, he was. No, don't, don't shoot the messenger, eh? That's bad. That's bad. Oh. Too soon? Um, <laughs> no, <okay>. <laughs> <laughs> On this show, no. 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 Okay. But, okay, so uh, why... For some celebrities, it works out, and and then when athletes are coming out, we're kind of like, oh shit, why? Am oh. Because I think the sporting arena is kind of the last, well, not the last taboo, but it's just you know because in sports it's supposed to be this macho, masculine, Spartacus warrior-like sort of, yeah. mentality, and it's just it's just Spartacus. Not it's just a door that has not been broken down yet. It's getting there, though. I mean, look, like I, like I said, Collins is the first to have done it. I mean, even if it is at the end of his career, he's still the first to have done it, and he deserves recognition for that. Cool. You know, he does. I, I, think, I think we just kind of put the double standards on stuff, even as, as men, because we want to see big, rugged, football manly players. And, uh, celebrities, you just, I just assume everybody's gay. I'm, I'm sorry, one more time? In men, I mean, when they're watching, like, NFL and stuff like that, or admiring the baseball pitcher, you know, admiring the way... You mean when you're looking at the mound? Yeah. Yeah. I have to admit, I, I, do, I do watch football for the uniforms. I, I will say that. No, I mean, even people who are heterosexual, or heterosexual males, even that is a latent form of I don't know if I agree with that one. Yeah, I don't know if I agree with that I'm one. I'm not sure if I agree with that one because I have my, my straight friends that watch football with me. I'm pretty sure they're not watching to watch, you know. The tight end? The, the tight end went up <laughs> and down the field thinking, oh, my God, what an ass on him. I don't think straight, if they're truly yeah. straight, I don't think they look at it like that. They, they might be bi I, if they I've think of it like that. I have quite a few straight men and they don't look that, at that. I think that's our water boy revealing something about himself. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so do y'all think that we'll start seeing the thread coming out a little bit of more more athletes embracing their sexuality? I think it will because I think this is just a, this is just a different generation. It's not like it was 20 years ago. It really is more something that is known now. It's not so in the shadows. And I do think eventually you're going to see not just a guy at the end of his career who's a virtual no-name in sports. I mean, no one, none of you guys knew who Jason Collins was before he did this. It's gonna exactly. <laughs> it's going. Somebody's going to do it who's known. It's an all-star is going to do it in their 20s, and they're just going to own it. It's going to happen. So you know, it's just a matter of time. So I, hopefully, we'll be able to from the beginning of a man's career or a woman's career. Coming into a, a sports team. Well, go, women have done it. So yeah, we, it's, we're talking about guys. Women have done it. Brittany Griner just did it in her pro career hasn't better. even started. So <laughs> what? It's because women are better. Women are better. All right. Well. No comment. <laughs> well, hopefully in, in our times we'll be able to see uh, a team with an openly gay man playing and being treated as an equal. I personally think that uh, even as a gay man, I think that that would be just a career killer. I don't. I don't think it'll happen. Ready? You know, like I said, I just think somebody's just going to have to own it. Somebody's just going to not have to care. They're just going to have to be, look, this is who I am, and, and I'm not willing to live my life as, as something I'm not. And somebody's going to do it eventually. That's the way that the society's going. It will happen. Mark my words. Cool. Well, we're almost running out of time, and uh, any final messages? I, I feel like I'm taking over, and it's my show now. Because uh, I, I sound, I feel like I'm interviewing people. That's my niche. do it, own it. Yeah, go um, ahead, go for okay, it. Okay, well then, part of the you're well within your right. We chose you as the moderator. Go part of the it. tradition yeah. and part and put it together is to send out words of wisdom or advice to any of our listeners. Uh, can we go down the line and, and offer just to anybody out there listening something that's been on your mind and you're like, this is something that I that I that I'm concerned about and I want people to know about it. 
Why is everyone looking at me? I don't know. Let's start with you. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just, I just think that kind of as I just alluded to, you just have to own your life. Just be honest, even if, you know, even if you piss off people like Kevin Moyers, you know, you just got to be honest. <laughs> you got to be who you are. You've got to own it. Mm -hmm. You know, that's why I'll just give you a weird example here. Do you know why people still like Charlie Sheen, even though he's done horrible things? Because he owns it. He owns the fact that he's a fuck up, but he's a nice guy when he's not high. And people can still like him. You know why? Because he owns it. Yeah. You've got to own it, people. Cool. That's what I say. How's Ditto. <laughs> I don't know what to say after that. That was very well played. That was like that. I thought that was great. You should have concurred. What what can you say after Ditto? Girl, really? This is from the poet. Let me just say it that this is from the poet. Just right out there. Sometimes it's short and sweet. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like all my relationships. Um, oh. uh, Mr. Harson? Oh, my, my final words would just be something of uh, along the lines of, I, th I think about how, uh, how far we've come at this exact moment at this Comic-Con last year. <laughs> um, and sometimes it kind of, kind of really just throws me back and, and wows me. So I, my advice would be just if you want to do something, just do it. It's just one step at a time, just do it. Just do it. Every, it's possible. It's possible. If, if we can do it, <laughs> then it's, it's definitely possible. And, it, it, I mean, we're just continuing to grow. We're back here for the second year in a row. And do it. Awesome. Okay, I have something. I, I have some. I have another. She has another, she has another ditto. Just like a woman. Now she wants to talk. Go, girl. No, I just um. No, I, I think my whole thing is is I've had so many people tell me that you can't do something. Um, you know, when when I was raised, I was I was raised basically to told that I could never go to college, that I could only be a receptionist because I was a woman that I uh, could never get published. I was told that I was uh, scribbling all the time and that nothing that I ever did was really right or um, good or would never get um, anywhere. But, um, you know, just keep at it and ignore all the people that are laughing at you in the audience or laughing around you. Good! Do we have to separate you two? <laughs> no. No, they're fine. You get you guys make me laugh quite a bit actually. Um, just ignore all those those voices and those people that tell you that you can't do something and just uh, fuck them and just do it. I like that. I do. I agree. I agree with that. Life's too short. No, you're man. supposed you to say own ditto. things and follow your dreams. You're supposed to go ditto. 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 <laughs> I see, but I'm not the writer and the poet. I couldn't be as succinct oh. and as good as you. Oh. Wow. Oh, now we're getting to it. There's a brown nose if I ever saw one. Um, you know. Well, guys, I, I think, uh, if, if I may, I usually don't give any words on my show, and I, I'll take the advantage of this one, is that, like, like Mr. Harson said, a year ago we were kind of just, like, not knowing what to do, and this year we still didn't know what to do. Um, <laughs> but, <laughs> but, but this, uh, but this year we're more confident that we don't know what we're doing. Um, all I can say is part of what my, of, the, of our shows and part of what my show is all about is is about putting it together for your life. I I remember going into my therapist about five years ago, and and my title for myself was a uh, alcoholic crackhead fag with AIDS, and that's what I called myself. And I thought that's what I, that's all I was ever going to be. Um, fast forward six years later, almost I, I I'm acting, I'm producing, I'm writing, I'm uh, podcasting three shows a week. Uh, I, I do my own, my regular job. Um, so I think that the general, for everybody listening and for people here in the audience, thank you for joining us. I think the general idea for, of this episode for you guys is that anything is possible out there. If you're listening to this just because you had nothing else to do or because you're a fan of the production, just realize that while you're sitting there, you could be doing something productive. You can be part of the world. Uh, find your voice, whatever that voice is. Find your truth, whatever that truth is, 
and put it out there. Uh, we've all taken that one step, and uh, hopefully you'll listen to the rest of the series of episodes that we have here at Comic-Con. We want to thank uh, our producers, Mr. Kevin Moyers, Mr. Cam Harston, for putting this together. We want to thank the guys, the Sabal brothers, uh, Brian, everybody here who put it together, who let us, who allowed us, uh, who Look allowed us and gave us another shot at Comic-Con. We want to thank the folks here at, uh, in Phoenix and uh, our audience members. Thank you for drinking our water. Yeah, thank you for drinking <laughs> our water. <laughs> drink thank you for the being the only other woman here. Drink thank the Kool-Aid. We want to thank the audience for coming in. Um, I'm sure that uh, I speak for uh, all of normal entertainment. We're excited to be back, and we hope you enjoy the shows. You want to say goodbye before we go? I want to say thank you to you, Daniel Garza, for moderating. Thank you, sir. Yeah, thank you. Daniel. I second it. Well, guys. Ditto. Ditto. <laughs> well, I guess in the name of entertainment, of normal entertainment, we uh, thank you for listening. Thank you, guys. Thank you, everybody. Thank you. Thank you. Head to abnormalentertainment.com for all of our podcasts and blogs. Go to cinemaheadcheese.com for our movie reviews and news. Don't forget our YouTube channels, Abnormal Podcast and Cinema Head Cheese. Get us on Twitter, at Abnormal Podcast. And find all of our shows and Abnormal Entertainment on Facebook. New content, seven days a week from Abnormal Entertainment. You've been listening to the Abnormal Entertainment Network.